Hello, this is Gerald Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the 6th day of May, and this is the year of our Lord, 2022. I will be talking about the truth, the extraordinary efforts the Biden administration is taking to keep us from finding it. Specifically, I will address the government's new Disinformation Governance Board, formed under the Department of Homeland Security to ferret out all the disinformation and misinformation floating around and restrict us simpletons to the truth as the federal government defines it. When George W. Bush consolidated several government agencies under the title of Homeland Security, I knew it was a frightening idea. The name just sounds scary, like it belongs in the history books of some despotic regime with a title like Gestapo or something. At least it doesn't belong in America. My fears about that agency have proven to be correct as mission creep has expanded its role from one mission to the next. A primary mission of Homeland Security is to secure the homeland. But that is the one thing it refuses to do. Securing the homeland starts with securing the border, but this administration refuses to perform even that simple task. The border no longer exists under the current Department of Homeland Security, which repeatedly sends its head, Alejandro Mayorkas, before Congress to give lip service to the administration's lies about the border. Now Secretary Mayorkas has a new task, and that is finding out and eliminating disinformation or misinformation from our minds. The federal government, which seems to have a hard time telling the truth about anything, has appointed itself the Ministry of Truth, the determiner of truth, the decider of what we the people are able to see, hear, and say. I suppose it's almost fair to say that the federal government seeks to replace God in the lives of Americans. Have faith, they tell us, because we know what truth is. The secretary testified that the new board has been created, quote, to combat misinformation ahead of the 2022 midterms, end quote. It is to be focused specifically on irregular migration and on Russia. Even more specifically, two minority groups, especially Hispanic or Latinx, as the left likes to call them. That announced focus tells me that the Democrats are concerned that they are losing some of their support among their most loyal base. Minorities have phones. They're apparently coming across the truth from time to time about irregular migration, better known as illegal immigration, and, of course, about Russia, stolen elections, bioweapons labs, laptops from hell, and so on and so forth. If you define those on the bottom rung of society, of all races, as a minority, those people may be starting to wise up about what's happening. That's probably frightening to those who own their votes. They are constantly told the Democrats are their party. They will be taken care of in their rightful place at the bottom. Minimum wages will be periodically raised. Stimulus money will come their way. The truth, however, is somewhat different, and perhaps the bottom minority is starting to see it. Rest comfortably at the bottom, they say, because we feel your pain. One cannot rest comfortably on the bottom anymore, even in the caring hands of the federal government, because the bottom is constantly moving. The powers that be are bringing in more and more to the bottom, so its numbers are constantly expanding downward. Now those at the bottom must compete with the bottom of every country in the world. That's plain for anyone to see. That fact must be labeled disinformation, and a giant new government board must be formed to keep us from seeing, hearing, or talking about that fact. Those at the bottom become more powerless with each passing day. Advances in technology render their jobs obsolete if they're fortunate enough to have jobs. The jobs that are left 
done by hardworking, enterprising, irregular migrants. The migrants are not allowed to vote, at least in most states. So those at the bottom still have one useful purpose. That is the votes to keep them at the bottom. Technology is a two-way street, as the left is finding out. President Obama reportedly used it to perfection to connect with his supporters and get out the vote, but it also allows access to knowledge for anyone interested. If one is not interested, then the husband, wife, or friend is interested, and that information cannot be allowed to escape from those who hold power. Power is the goal. It's the goal that those who access for it lust for because it provides the means to inflict the ideological program preferred by those in power on the rest of us. Control of the access to information delivers power, thus the Disinformation Governance Board. The elite or those who have the power and authority to decide who gets what in this society cannot have the rest of us with unfettered access to information. If we had that information, we might conclude that Hunter's laptop was genuine that it was left at a repair shop in Delaware, that it did contain information about bioweapons labs in Ukraine, and that it did contain emails about the president's knowledge of and involvement in business deals with communist China, Ukraine, and others. Hiding all this in plain sight is part of the mission creep of the board, which is built into any government agency. Today, it's, it's regular migration, irregular migration in Russia. Tomorrow, it's anything the government considers problematic. To head its new Ministry of Truth, the government found a woman named Nina Jankowitz. I suppose we could refer to her as the Tsarina of misinformation. She refers to herself as the Mary Poppins of disinformation. No, folks, I'm not kidding. I wish I were. She announced her appointment to head the Disinformation Governance Board with her rap song, which she put up on TikTok, to the tune of the song from Mary Poppins called Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Tucker Carlson put her version of the song on his show, and if you have not seen it, I encourage you to do so. I couldn't decide between horrifying fear and hilarious laughter when I saw it, but in any event, she disgraced herself. My first impression was even Democrats could not hit a government board with such a lightweight. But when I looked at her background, I found that she is indeed an expert on disinformation and misinformation, having created more of it than anyone else Secretary Mayorkas could find. Her title will be Executive Director of the Board, and she has a background for the Ministry of Lies and Disinformation second to none. While on a Fulbright grant, she once served as a geopolitical interface between Russia and Europe which gave her experience with Ukraine's own Ministry of Truth. I'm not kidding. I know it sounds like it, but that is the truth. It's not misinformation. She is currently an adjunct professor at Syracuse University. She actually advised the Ukrainian government, perhaps the most corrupt in Europe, on misinformation. One might think that the executive director of such a board would have a reputation for truth above all else and vast experience in spotting lies, but perhaps... Other qualities are valued more than truth to this board. When the New York Post broke the story of Hunter's laptop, Jankowitz led the effort to dismiss the story as disinformation and Russian propaganda. She repeated the false claim created apparently by the CIA that 50 intelligence officers branded it Russian disinformation when the emails on the laptop turned out to be real. She decided it was part of an influence campaign and once again labeled it a fairy tale. Even now, she continues to claim it as Kremlin disinformation. So what is she? 
just gullible, dishonest, blindly, blatantly partisan, or all those things mixed together in any case. She doesn't appear to believe in freedom of expression as the right of all Americans. Of course, neither does the Biden administration. The new executive director of the Disinformation Governance Board on her Twitter account said, quote, she shudders to think about it if free speech absolutists were taking over more platforms what that would look like for the marginalized communities, end quote. Well, the marginalized is what this is all about, isn't it? I mean, making more of them, blocking the truth from them, using a master of misinformation to stop the spread of truth to minority communities makes a lot of sense to this administration. I wonder if those in minority communities ever grow tired of being patronized and treated like children. It seems to me that this aspiring dictatorship is growing desperate and dangerous. Perhaps now would be a good time for we the people to draw the line. The administration seems paranoid about securing the narrative that we are all supposed to accept and live by. Never mind the evidence, just get the shot. Like you're told and expected to do when I say paranoid. I ask myself, how much power and control is enough for mentally well-balanced people? They already have complete control over the corporate news media, but apparently they're still nervous that the truth might somehow escape. When you already have the Trusted News Initiative, or TNI, you still can't control the minds of enough people. When all your propaganda efforts have left a few brains unwashed, then your next step is obvious. Set up a powerful disinformation governance board whose real purpose is to spread disinformation and suppress the truth. The TNA, by the, by the way, was founded in 2019. It includes just about every communications company you've ever heard of. It also includes all the companies owned by those companies, which means just about all of them. The daily newspaper in your hometown that you look at each morning for the late scores, PBS, CNN, Fox, the New York Times, the Washington Post, CBS, NBC, the Weather Channel, all have only a combined six owners thanks to the Trusted News Initiative. Those six owners are Time Warner, Viacom, CBS, Disney, National Amusements, and News Corporation. They own all you see, hear, and read. That's not enough for the Biden administration because certain locked-in, dependable Democrat voters are starting to get restless after the truth managed to somehow escape and reach them. Now the truth must be found and herded back into the corral so that no one might be exposed to it without having been vaccinated against it. In conclusion, am I being too hard on this board? Could I be unfairly critical of the idea or even alarmist about it. The board, after all, has been created with no real power to enforce because once it finds misinformation, it must go through another agency for enforcement. We're supposed to believe that it will not monitor U.S. citizens, but no, no, I'm not being alarmist. I'm not being critical because that is not the point. The point is that this administration took an oath to protect and defend the Constitution and instead they trampled it underfoot this board, this entire shut up because only we know the truth idea is fundamentally opposed to the Constitution's protection of individual freedom and inalienable rights. Finally, folks, this can't be allowed to happen. Are there no members of Congress in the Senate who see that it can't be allowed to happen? Well, yes, there are. Some of them have tough elections coming up. Two bills have been introduced to defund the board in the House. Over in the Senate, some senators, such as Senator Paul and Kennedy, have grilled Secretary Mayorkas in hearings that this idea does stand. 
Does it mean the end of America as we know it? No, no, only the end of the founders' idea of what America was supposed to be. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.